Greetings to all. It's a great day. The Lord hath made. I am rejoicing in the day the Lord hath made. I'm glad to be back with you on a rejoicing Monday, a day of rejoicing. And beloved, I rejoice in the Lord and there's so many things that we can rejoice about and there's so many things that we can be thankful for and to bless his name. I know wherever you are at this very moment, your heart is filled with thanksgiving. That's right. And gratitude for all the wonderful things the Lord has done for you and your family. So I came on a rejoicing money to say to you, we are rejoicing together because God has done something about everything. And, I, and I'm going to let you know something else, beloved. God has you in mind. And you're not in this alone. I don't want you to be in a place of despair or to be in fear or to operate in doubt. I want you to know that the Lord is concerned about you and your personal situations. Though there be many, many of you have a lot of things that's going on with your family, um, with your health, with your occupations, with your careers. And David writes, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. I need to say to you who are watching me on a Monday, God is a deliverer. You're not in a trap place. You're not in a place where you will be destroyed or cast away. You need to accept on this wonderful Monday afternoon that God is concerned about me and my personal or my many. <laughs> I'll help one probably be kidding. I got several things that's on my heart that I'm concerned that I'm praying about. I'm, I'm wanting the leading of the Lord concerning these things. And it's a good thing when a believer creates a dependency on God. Please type it in. I am creating. You got to do this now. Remember, you're creator. I am creating a dependency. Woo! On God. Let me calm down. You've got to create a dependency on God. And he wants you to, beloved. That's a good part of that. He wants you to lean, depend, trust, and above all, in all thy ways, he wants you to acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. That's the real blessing. And many of you in your growth, growing in grace, you're coming to, you can't hear me? Can you hear me now? Can y'all hear me now? Thank you. If, if you are growing in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I want to encourage you that we're in that place. You say, you're freezing. I'm, am I still freezing? Let me know. If I am freezing, I can make some quick changes. 
I am creating a dependency on God. Someone wrote to me and said I, that they couldn't hear me and I'm freezing. If I am still freezing and you can't hear me, let me know, please, as I continue. But I want to say to you on this wonderful Monday afternoon that we're in a place, oh, that we are creating a dependency on the Holy Spirit. That's who's in the earth. That's who's helping us. That's who's directing our path. That's who's showing us the way. And many of you, he is helping you with directions and instructions. And your path is getting clearer. Anybody watching me this afternoon can testify that my path for life, my pathway, or my directives are being made clearer from the Holy Spirit. My, 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 my pathway, my, my path is brighter. I'm not, in, I'm not on a dark path. I'm on a good path. I, I realize the Holy Ghost has put me on path. Woo! <laughs> oh, I am connected. And I, I, I tell people, I am on to something good. I am on a good path. I am having spiritual activity. The Holy Spirit is dealing with so many of you. I know you're glad about that. Anybody glad about that? If I'm freezing and you can't hear me, let me know. I'm going to go on and continue. I'm going I'm to get in the flow. If you want me to flow, type in flow. <laughs> if I'm freezing, let me know. If you can't hear me, let me know. If I'm in and out, let me know. But I want to flow. Y'all want me to flow? I see my numbers are going up and down. Something is happening. If I'm freezing, going in and out, let me know. She writes flow. 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 I'm going to flow. Today, it was on my heart, beloved. It was on my heart. The Acts declares that ye shall be my witnesses. And I, I really want you to get a greater awareness what God is saying to many of you in this hour. Now, he has raised you and caused you to be delivered out of the kingdom of darkness. You're no longer walking in darkness. Many of you can testify. Prophet Buchanan, I walk in the marvelous light. The Lord has brought me into the light of his word. He's blessed my understandings. The Lord has helped me and brought me into a wealthy place. Ain't that good? And after being in this wealthy place, I am realizing that something wonderful is going on in my life. Isn't that wonderful? Something supernatural is taking place in my life. And the Holy Spirit has begun to make some things known to me in my spiritual understanding. Who's there? Is anybody there that the Holy Spirit is making some things clear 
and known to you in your in your spiritual understanding? Talk back to me. Talk back to me. The Holy Spirit is making some things clear to me in my spiritual understanding. I've come to another place. If you are in that place, I need you to let me know by responding in the comment section. Now, I'm in another place, Prophet Buchanan, where the Holy Spirit is making things clear to me. I was in, in a darkened place, in a fog place, but he has helped me. He has encompassed my understanding with his presence. And now I'm in this other place where I'm having activity. I'm having activity. I, I'm feeling better about my walk. I'm feeling better about my calling. I'm, I'm more confident about my calling and my election. I've come to, uh, to grow. Woo! I've grown in that grace. Oh my God, man. I've grown in that grace. And now the Lord has brought me into a confident place. Anybody there? Anybody can testify. He has brought me into a confident place. Where are you today? Y'all ain't talking to me on a Monday. He has brought me into a confident place. If you're in that place, I need you to respond in the comment section. He's brought me into a place of confidence. Yes, I was there, and now my walk with God is getting better. Anyone else can testify that your walk with God is better. I'm not where I was in thought. I'm not where I was in fear. I'm not where I was in, in condemnation. He has released me. I've been released yay, from that place. And he has brought me into a wealthy place. I've come out into a wealthy place. All right. Talk to me today. Now, I want to share this morning and you who are a part of a local church. Do I have people on here uh, this afternoon who are a part of a local church? You, 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 you uh, uh, have committed to a local fellowship. If you are, type in committed. If you have cast your lots and you are committed to a local fellowship, I need to know. I'm talking to people who have committed themselves to a local fellowship. If you have committed yourself to a local fellowship, I need to know. I need to talk to you. And I need you to respond. Committed. That's one person. That's somebody else. Beautiful. If you are committed to a local fellowship, I need you to type in the word committed. Anyone else watching that's committed to a local fellowship? You have a commitment. If you have committed to uh, a local fellowship, you have a pastor, you have 
someone you have committed yourself to. Come on. Now, when you commit to a local fellowship, you have the opportunity to be a blessing. You have the opportunity to experience the favor of God. You have the opportunity to be an effective witness when you are committed to a local fellowship. You have the opportunity to give strength to your sister and your brother. You have an opportunity where the gifts that God has imparted into your life can be used to bring strength to the local assembly where you attend. In fact, when you come into that local assembly and by your committed commitment, you have committed there because you are a blessing and you want to be a asset in the house. Woo! Ain't that good? You want to be an asset. You want to be a help. Roman Dalabaya in the house. I'm not just there. I'm not there as a troublemaker. I didn't come in here to be a part to cause chaos. But I came to the local church. I cast my lot. I committed myself to that church because I want to be a help, an asset, and that the gifts God has given me, they are submitted to the house. And I want to be a blessing. I want to be effective. Surely there's something I can do to enhance the vision of my leader. Now, you, you are, you are brought to a local church or a local assembly or a local fellowship, whatever you call it. And you commit yourself and you submit your giftings. You submit your giftings to the vision of the leader who's called the visionary. And you begin to find out what is the mission of this ministry? What has God given uh, the leader to accomplish? And how the Lord has sent me to undergird and to be a help and to be a strength to that ministry. Isn't that wonderful? There's something that you can do that you can be a help and a strength to the ministry. God bless you. There is something, there are gifts God has given you. Some of you have talents. There's so many areas where you can come and be a part and God can take that which he's already given you and connect you and let you experience the effectual working of ministry at that local assembly. And that's good. You'll be amazed. You will be amazed of the things that you can do and how you can be a blessing to the vision of your leader. And I want you to become vision-minded. Have an attitude about the vision of God. I, I am sent. When we meet nobody by coincidence, 
We, we, we have come together, even on Facebook, we have come together under the God's divine provisions and the Holy Ghost has orchestrated and brought this connection. You are here this afternoon because it was something God wants to get over to you and say to you about visions, commitment, I'm going to quiet. Visions and commitment that you will cause the vision of the leader to become a reality. Everybody that goes to a local assembly is not committed to the vision. But we need people who are going to commit themselves to causing the vision of the house of the leader to be accomplished. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. You do not want to be in a place where you are perishing. But he wants you to be in a place where you can flourish. The Bible says in, in Psalms that those who are planted in the house of God, they're going to flourish. It's time that you flourish. I need four of y'all. Type in the word flourish. It's time to flourish. It's time to flourish. It's time to flourish. Come on, someone. Type it in. It's time that you begin to flourish. Blossom forth. Spring forth. Because the Bible says and ye shall be my witnesses in all the earth. You are required to flourish. It is essential that you flourish in the things of God. It is imperative, oh my God, with the kind of gifts and the kind of investments God has made in you. And that there has to be, you hear me real good, y'all, there has to be a passion for this. And when you have passion, the passion brings that drive. The drive to get this done. See, when there's a passion to be a blessing, when there's a passion to be a, 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 a support in the church, I really want people to really understand uh, the value of being educated through the scriptures. So I'm going to embrace Christian education. There's a place that you can serve. There's something you can do in the house. Woo! Shadabahaya. Besides, just come. But you need to connect. You need to connect. Now, I tell people, prophetic gathering is a ministry of people who are prophetic that God has given me to train and to establish them and to teach them the way of the prophetic and how to be an asset, how to be a supporting person, how to be a blessing in the local house. I want you to know 
that God is counting on you. And he said, because you receive me, you receive the Holy Ghost. The scripture says you will have power and you shall be my witness. The Holy Ghost gives a directive. And ye shall be my witnesses. Now, you got to get the message and the vision at heart. Woo, my God. You've got to get the vision of your mentor, of your leader at, at heart. We've got to get the mentors out. We've got to reach people and warn them about the terror of the Lord. We got to warn people that without God, we can do nothing. We got to warn people and teach them and train them in all thy ways. Acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. And so that's why I said earlier that it's time to flourish. You cannot allow yourself to be in a place where you're stagnant. You cannot be, allow yourself to be in a place where you are complacent and you're dealing with a whole lot of complacency. He has caused you to rise like Jesus did and be about your father's business. This afternoon, the question is, the challenge is, are you about your father's business? I need you to answer me. Are you really, are you really about your father's business? Are you weighing the burden that the vision of the visionary become a reality and accomplish? Are you really concerned about the furtherance of the gospel? Are you, do you really have a passion that you can be a blessing? She likes freezing. Okay. Uh, that you can be a real blessing. You can be a, a real instrument that God can use. And you can be a vessel fit for the master's use. I, I, I want to challenge y'all today to have a real desire to be about the Father's business. Jesus was. His whole ministry, Sister Sadie, he said, I came to do the will of my Father that sent me. His all purpose, he always made it known. Of myself, I can do nothing. He always created a dependency on the Father. My Father sent me. He kept reminding them that he was sent. The Father sent him. He was on a mission. He had an assignment. You have an assignment. You, beloved, have an assignment. Some may have called it, I have a charge. We call it an assignment. You have an assignment that you must, in this life, get accomplished. 
Are you about your father's business? I only had two answers. <laughs> Woo! I only had two answers. Are you really about or doing the father's business? Are, are, you, just, are you just looking to do something for yourself? Are you in this to get something for yourself? Is, is it all about you? Is it all about uh, your, your desires being fulfilled? What about the Father's business? What about, what about the, the, the desire of God? If I'm freezing, let me know. What about the, the desire that God put in you? What about the hand of God on your life? I must be, am I losing because I'm freezing? Am I freezing? Let me know. Am I about my father's business? Am I really in pursuit of causing the vision of the house? Or, or am I in a discontented place? Or have I found the place that I'm supposed to be in? Because my assignment has a geographical location. Your assignment has a geographical location. You're not assigned to everybody, everywhere, to everyone, but you're assigned to somebody. You're assigned to a local assembly. Are you at the place of your geographical location because you can only grow when you get into the right atmosphere in the right place. You can't grow everywhere. You can't grow everywhere. You can't grow in every atmosphere. You can't grow in every environment. So you have to find the geographical location, and you have to find your brook, the set man, the set woman, that can, that can cause that which God yay, has given you to be activated. You've got to find that brook. Your assignment has a geographical location. You have an assignment. God, God puts in your life a visionary with a vision. And where there is no vision, the people perish. So you need to be connected. We're not called to be separate. We, we, we're not singles. We're not, we're not apart. It's a body with many members. Come on. It's one body. With many members, it is, it is it's put together for an effectual working. There is gifts he has imparted into your life. And he wants you to be a part of the working of ministry. We, all, we don't all live in the same state, but we have the same assignment. But we have different giftings. But the order is you have to submit yourself to authority. Submit your gifts. Come on, somebody. Submit those gifts. Where 
does my gifting need to be in this local place where God has brought me? The visionary discerns where I need to flow. Many of you watching this afternoon, you're gifted. God has made an investment in you. But you can't go to a local church and take over. You can't go into that church with your gift. I'm here and, and God, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's an order. Somebody please type in, there's an order. There's an order. There is an, that's a protocol. There's an order. You're first drawn there. And the Bible says, those who are planted, woo, you got to get planted in that house. You got to get planted in the house. You got to make that connection. It is not your vision. You have been to a vision connected with your gifts and your talents and the ability that God has given you to cause a vision to become a reality that it may flourish, that it may bud. Can I get a witness? You're in that house for a purpose. You're in that place for a purpose. And I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. Get your work done. Your assignment has a geographical location. You're not assigned to everybody, everywhere. You aren't assigned to four or five pastors. You're not. You aren't assigned to four or five states. You have a assignment, and the Holy Ghost will give you directed. Everybody is not international. Everybody ain't global. Some people are local. There are others who are jurisdictional. Come on. So we have to find, that's why teaching is so, it is so important. You need to know what God is saying and what God is speaking. We got so many people that do so many things on their own. Or they do what seems right to them or what comes to mind. But everything that you see these people do is not always authorized of God. You have an assignment but your assignment is not everywhere to everybody. Come on. I'm not, I'm not assigned to Russia. I'm, I'm not uh, uh, assigned to South America. I have an assignment. Do you know what your assignment is? Have you submitted your gifts? to a local assembly. 
that you can grow and develop in your gifting. Have your gifts been activated? Have your gifts been activated? Have you submitted your gifts? Have you committed to the authority? Come on, somebody. You have an assignment. I agree. I have one. But we cannot be lawless running everywhere that's doing something in the name of the Lord to declare I'm doing something. And how you're operating without a covering, without a leadership. And don't use people's names. If you're on a leadership and you have a covering, you should be operating under that anointing, hey! under that vision. Oh, so we have to align ourselves according to scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, statue upon statue, principle upon principle. We got too many people doing what they want to do in the name of the Lord that's not subject to any authority. And they are dangerous. They are tainted. Beware of them. Beware of people who do not honor authority and who are not subject to authority. Beware of them. Beware of them when they speak, preach, and teach against authority. God is the author of authority. And order, everything has to operate decent, decent, and in order. We got a whole lot of people that are doing a whole lot of things, but they are out of order. I warn you against people who are out of order. There is a prescribed order from the scriptures that we have to follow. You cannot be saved unless you repent. How are you going to be saved and don't repent? So you can't go around repenting talking about you saved. I don't care what nobody say, I'm saved. You got to first repent of your sins. That's what the Bible said. You've got to repent and ask for forgiveness. Do you hear me? So we're not into allowing people to skip the principles, the statutes, the precepts. We got to do it according to the scriptures, there is an order. There is an order. There is an order. You have to be forgiven 
and you cannot be forgiven unless the confession is made with that mouth. Do you hear me? And so stop allowing yourself to, to be connected with people that's out of order. That's an order. All sin must be forgiven. But your state and my state have laws for, reason, for a reason. Your state have a driving license handbook for a reason. Now you can drive the car. But you are unauthorized to drive that car without a license and a proof of insurance. You are illegal. So it don't, it don't take away that there are people who operate and drive cars, but they're illegal. They even make a fake license. But they're illegal. They are not in the system. We're in that day. We're in that last day when men call right wrong, wrong right, but there's, a, there's an order. There is an order. There is a prescribed order in the scripture. He even say uh, in Romans 13 that every soul comes subject to the higher power. And he does say, obey them that have the rule over you. And because you saved, you are not supposed to disrespect and dishonor on the job your manager or supervisor. You are, you, you're supposed to demonstrate that I have the ability, that I do honor authority, and I subject myself to authority. People who go against authority don't do well. Obey them that have the rule over you. You're on the job and you're under authority. You are supposed to comply because you have an authority over you. It's not your company. Come on, somebody. You, you, you did not buy the goods and the stock for the company. You don't, pay, you don't pay the company insurance. Come on. You don't pay the employees. You are an employer. Woo! An employee of what you are. You are an employee. And if you're not the manager, you're under authority. Just submit ourselves. Learn to the blessing of being submitted. If you're married to a man and you're married to a man, you are supposed to be submissive to him. Not because he's right, not because he's wrong, but the scripture requires you to be submissive. You get to develop about you that I have a spirit prophet, Buchanan, of I can be submissive. I'm able to handle an instruction or a corrective criticism. I'm, I have the ability and I have the submissiveness to be 
corrected and don't have an attitude and don't be offended when I'm corrected. Because at some point, everybody get wrong. Everybody needs correcting at some point because that's why we have the scripture. It corrects us in righteousness. Because the flesh is not subject to the Lord of God. Now, some of you have a real spirit about you. You are disrespectful to authority, even to your husband, even to your wife, even to your father, even to your mother. You, you have been disrespectful, and your outcome is not going to be good. You can't mistreat your parents and do well. Woo! You heard what I said. I can't get no, y'all won't talk to me today. Am I freezing? Can you hear me? Can you hear me today? You too near me not to hear me. You're not going to do well. I pray Sunday morning here for married couples and united them and talk to them. Many people who are married need help. Stop accusing the woman. Stop accusing the man and help him. Have you prayed for him? Do you have any patience? Can you trust God? Do you believe the promise? Oh my God. That's why you need good leadership. And commit yourself to the word of God. Commit to the church. If you're going to join the church... Commit to it. Support to it. Support it. I love my church and I support it financially and with my presence. Don't just send no money. People think because they, they give money and give time and they fine. But you got to give some time. You got to commit yourself. And when you start right, you can end right. I keep telling you, most of these people who claim to have the Holy Ghost, they overrate themselves. They overrate themselves too quick. You ain't all that and can't obey authority. You ain't all that and can't obey your husband. You ain't all that and can't take a, can't take a correction. You ain't always right. He ain't always right. But I'm still going to honor him. And I'm not going to call my mama behind his back and tell her our business. Because when she see him, she's going to have an attitude a block long about her daughter. Y'all need to wake up. You, you need some real teaching. You need some real wisdom. I love my wife. She's going to glory. When we had situation, she said to me, I would never tell my mama. Some of y'all tell too much. You tell too many people. Too many people know too much about your relationships. They know too much about your marriage. I can't get no help. You talk too much. You the problem because you won't hurt and go to God in prayer and submit yourself. Woo! No, he didn't want to come home. 
No, you're not late. Because when you come home, you're going to fuss, fuss, fuss. You're going to nitpick. You're going to criticize. You're going to find fault. It's always something every day the man come home. And you determine to say it's him. Don't cut me off. Keep me on. I'm good for you. <laughs> you know I'm good for you. You know good and well I'm good for you. I am just what you need. I'm good for you. You need to learn the blessing of submitting yourself. Be kind, tender-hearted, and everything come to your mind should not come out your mouth. You got to learn to hold your peace. You got to learn to grow up. Woo! And to forbear some things. And, and, and want more from the man than money. You want his money, but you don't want to obey him. Come on, somebody. He, and, and the Bible doesn't tell the man to obey you. It tells the man to love you as Christ loved the church. That's more responsibility on the man than the woman. I'm going to say it again. There's more responsibility on the man than the woman. But men need man talk. Because men have egos. Many of them don't want to hear. They don't like instructions. I'm my own man. You're not. Because you didn't do well. Your marriage is in a mess. Your home is in a mess. You need some instruction, man. Woo! Hi, Shaba. Do you hear me? It's more to marriage than going to bed. Woman want to be loved. She want to be treated right. She want to be honored. She want to be respected. She, want, she wants to be cared for. And above all, she wants some time. That's too busy. You too busy. That's busy, busy, busy. I know about this. I have been processed. Talk to y'all. Woo! One day my wife told me we were riding going to dinner. We, all week long, we carried ourselves like we were dating and courting. And every day we had lunch together every day. But I said, Donna, I'm at the office. You going to come over here? He said, no, come get me. You, 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 you come on, pick me up. I said, that's a long, that's, that's, that's a, about 10 minutes. I said, I don't care. Did you, did you tell the folk that I was an apple of your eye? I said, yeah. But come pick me up. Come pick your apple up. <laughs> Woo! And sometime I would go get her, and we would have a good time. And I learned something. From her. You know, women, a godly woman, a wise woman, is wise. The scriptures say a wise woman will build her house. And one day she said to me in the car, we was driving along laughing, and we were on 40, Highway 45, up near my house. She said, You know what? I said, What? Say, You really don't know. 
I mean to you. I said, girl, you have a thing in me. She said, you, so you, so you don't know that. I said, I do. I said, I said, look here. So I gave you a name. I bought you a car. I bought you a home. You got beautiful clothes. You got an account. She said, I don't mean none of that. It's all material goods. She said, but a man needs to understand what a woman means to him. I had to confess at that point, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Boy, sisters, out there, sisters, do I have out there any sisters? Hear me today. Most men don't know what you mean to them. I didn't know. I said I know. You know how you, know how you talk and go on through your weight around, you know, about all what I did. And, you know, I did this and I, I did that. And I, I bought you this and I bought you jewelry. And I got a car. You got a big house. Acre in the front, two acres in the backyard. I brought you out. I always say that stuff. I brought you out. I raised you up. Woo! The folk call you the queen. She said, none of that matters. But she said, one day, you'll find out what I meant to you. Woo! Let me tell you something. Life is a mystery. I understand sometimes when you hear things said to you, you don't quite get it right then. But if you follow on, and as you continue, you come to know. I can testify on a Monday, 2021, almost 13 years later, I know, I know it every day now, what that woman meant. So if you got a, if you got a good wife, you got a good husband, you appreciate them. Do you hear me? See, we, 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 got some, we got some men that don't understand, don't really, really, really appreciate a godly woman. Anybody can find fault and criticize each other all day long, call names and all that stuff, what you didn't do, what you didn't say, all that's whatever. But at some point in your life, you come to realize some things. Life starts changing. God did with your value system. You start seeing things from a different perspective. You don't have time for no foolishness. Got time for no gain. Because now you're maturing. You're flourishing. You're coming into that flourishing place. You're in that flourishing place. I'm, I flourish. I, 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 I've, the Lord has matured me out of that. The Lord has helped me to forbear and not tell everybody everything about what's going on in my house. Stop telling people what goes on in your house. Somebody type it in for me.
Stop telling people what goes on in your house. Stop discussing your marriage with your mama. Stop discussing situation with your sister because she do not process well. Your sister do not process well and you know she don't process well. Why are you over there telling your business? You have an assignment. Your husband, that man that you married, that's your assignment. That wife that you married, that's your assignment. Forsaking, forsaking all others. Stop telling your business. You have peace. You have so much peace. You won't be in stuff. You'll be less disgust. Woo! Can somebody talk to me today? I need somebody out there that's getting the message. Stop discussing your business with these people. And you're going to find out the less they know about you, the better they're going to treat you. Can I get a witness? The less they know about your personal business, you're going to learn how to, you're going to learn the blessing of swallowing tears. You're going to learn the blessing of that saying, mm, mm, mm. I used to wonder why the old folk used to grunt. Mm, mm, mm. Stop discussing your business. Stop discussing the church folks' business. You are in violation to discuss them like that. You don't have the full story. You weren't there. You don't know what went on. You just talking behind somebody. Quit doing that. Because if you sow it, you're going to reap it. Stop discussing church folks, business, and the church people. Because if you do that, you are planting a seed in your life. Leave them alone. The Bible said, pray. They said, talk. It said, pray ye one for another. It is a violation to sit down and discuss that young girl. Our families. You're in error. You are in error. Then when you start being discussed, you get offended. But you forget about the law. As a man soweth, you got to be careful what you do. You got you to gotta be careful what you activate. You got to be careful what you activate in conversation about people. And when you learn better, a whole lot of things, you stop doing. So you know what? I don't do that. We're we going to ride in the car and discuss them. 
We're going to pray for her. We're going to pray for them. Because I don't know the, the whole complete story of what really happened. I've got bits. I've got pieces. And I'm not supposed to make a decision, uh, an assumption, because I don't have uh, the real story. And I've not talked to all the persons involved. I need to pray for them and leave it alone. Can somebody out there say amen? I need somebody to type in glory, 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 glory. See, we got to do better with our witness. We got to do, we got to come subject. Proverbs, I mean, I think it's Proverbs 6 says, Thou art snared by the words of your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. What? Thank you for glory, glory. Thank y'all. Watch your mouth. Tell yourself. Leave her alone. Tell yourself. Watch your mouth. Let the Holy Ghost and the Word correct you. Hush. I'm learning to hush the more. I'm learning that I am not supposed to be discussing people's business when they come to a pastor and share with me. I'm, I'm supposed to be sharing it with her, sharing it with him. That's wrong. That's a violation. That's a violation. Thank you. That's a violation. That's what causes so much strife, so much division, so much hurt. People just talk and run their mouths. Time they hear something, they join the bandwagon. Hear me? And you should not be doing those things. Leave people alone and do what the scripture said for them. Pray ye one for another, that you might be healed. Do y'all hear me? We got so many people who have unhealed relationships, pain, ah! disdain. And there are people, please believe me, Sister Linda, there are people who do not live by the Bible. There are people who go to church. They know what the Bible says, but they aren't committed to that scripture. So learn to obey authority. Learn to love your wife. Wives, obey your husband. Read it, it's in there. Husband loves your wife as Christ. He loves the church. So I keep telling people it's more required of the man than the woman. The man got a lot of miles to go because love is kind. Love is patient. Love is considerate. Love is tender. 
Love is compassionate. Talking about you, ooh, I love you. You don't love me. You don't really love me. You don't love me. You're just saying that. It sounds good. But love is an action. Love is what love does. And if you love somebody, you won't treat them bad. Then wise, obey. Some see, we got a whole lot of women. We got a whole lot of women. Wants the love of a woman and the power of a man. That's wrong. When you get a woman walking in the power and the authority of a man, she's going to have trouble and she ain't going to have no husband. She's not going to have no good relationship with no man. Because she wants the love of a woman and the power and the authority of a man. She wants to direct him like she his mama. You can't train no man. You can't be, you are not his mama. And don't treat him like you smarter than him and you above him. That's the error. Many women, I say it all the time, you're too strong. You, you too strong. You got to turn that volume down. You have a ruling spirit. You're too aggressive. You are not going to get no husband. You may get a bad partner. And he'll soon be gone. But if you want to get a husband and keep him as a whole lot of submissing and submitting and loving has to go on. And you need a, you need a cup of wisdom with that to know how to deal with him. Know how to minister to him. Know how to deal with his shortcomings. Knowing how to cover him and protect him. And make him a king. You want to help him? Give him a suggestion. Don't try to direct him. Woo! Make him believe he did it. Put it in his own. Oh, she did it to me. I'm telling you what she did to me. She would give me suggestions. She would talk to me. It's okay. That sounds good. But she knew... She couldn't talk to me that way on the set. That's pillow talk. You got to learn how to have some pillow talk. Woo! When I came home, my bed smelled like a peach orchard. That bed was dead. Slender, it smelled like a peach orchard. Because she knew how to do pillow talk. I can't get no help. Y'all, y'all, you need to come to my class. You need to come to my women's conference. <laughs> Woo! Come on, somebody. Y'all gonna talk to me. 
You got to learn to use your influence with suggestions. Don't try to direct it. He'll take your suggestions and think about it. If you apply it properly. Don't be brazen. And don't talk him down. Talk him up. Build him up. Make him feel like a king. Hear me? And what my wife did was she latched onto my dream. My dream became her dream. We didn't have two dreams. We had one focus. One dream. One, 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 not two. We didn't have two monies. We had one money. We had everything together. We were one. You got to cash in. Hey! The man got to cash in, and you got to cash in. I can't get no help. You married to somebody that ain't cashed in yet. So you really twain. You ain't one. When you become one, you have one mind. One spirit. One money. Ain't no two monies. Ain't no your chick and my chick. It's house money. It's ours. We're a team. We work together. And we made a pact. Nobody gonna separate us. Because she said to, to the people, I know him. I wash his clothes. I wash his underwear. I wash his socks. I know how he smell. I know him. But that's my business, not yours. You gotta get you gotta you gotta, you gotta wake up. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta come on up, honey. You gotta wake him up. Hey! You gotta get in the drift. Woo! What's going on? You ain't laying the baby, no man don't know him. You don't you don't have no wife and you don't know her. Woo! And because I ain't talking, don't mean I don't know him. I'm glad I didn't have a talking woman. This was not no talking girl. And what really got me about it, y'all? That girl get quiet. So why are you quiet? What's the matter? Say nothing wrong. We want Miss Quiet. Didn't the Bible say be quiet? I said, yeah, it said be quiet, but I don't want you quiet. It's good. <laughs> Boy, she would get me on my P's and Q's. She said, it's good. That I'm not a talking woman. Because women should not be heard, but be seen. See, she said to me, only an empty wagon makes a whole lot of noise. There's power 
in silence. Boy, she get me going. She get quiet like that. Get too quiet. I said, baby, you too quiet. What's the matter? I said, nothing the matter. I'm fine. What's troubling you about me being quiet? You know that girl something else. <laughs> Woo! Boy, this will grow you up. You have an assignment. You have an assignment. You got, you got something to get done. And you need so much information and teaching. And that's why I'm here. I profited. I learned. I gained. Did y'all hear me? I told him in Atlanta, I am what I am. By the grace of God and Virginia Ruth Buchanan. I must got about nine pictures all through this church. Everything I accomplished, she allowed me, supported me, loved me, stood with me. And I'll never forget it. Never. And I want to encourage you that God has an assignment for you. Don't be weary. Don't throw the tower in. Don't give up. Don't back up. He, he is causing you to grow in that grace. He's making you effective. Making you an effective witness. This is not the time for giving up. Or throwing the towel in. It's time that you continue. I need somebody typing in. It is time that you continue. It is time that you continue. And all, all these things uh, that I'm telling y'all about, my children know it. My kids know it. She taught my kids, respect your father. Honor him. She taught them, you need to be a good mother and teach your children. Not against their father. Teach your children to love and to respect and to honor. It's time that you continue. It's time that you grow. It's time that you develop. So I told the Lord, these were destiny. Make me a blessing to the body. What can I do? What can I help do to help somebody? I, 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 I sit uh, this past Saturday with a pastor about two or three hours and just talk to him like a dad. He sits here with tears in his eyes. So I'm glad I got somebody I can come to and talk to. And I say, and this is not for sharing. We got too many people share too much stuff. And it brings about a mistrust that people have nobody that they trust they can go to and talk to. But you've been called to be a witness. Make me a blessing. 
in the Bible, Christ. What can I do to call someone to find their way? What, what young woman can you teach, talk to, young wife? Can you help steer and correct and redirect her to save her marriage and save her home? Don't misdirect her. Help her to walk through that valley. All of us have them. Situations. Things come up. You'll declare, you'll ask the Holy Ghost to make you a better wife. Let me become a better wife. A better witness. A better light. Let, let my light reflect your glory and your power. You are making me a blessing. He's make you need to desire to be a blessing. And it made me chaotic when you first get involved with it. But everybody needs somebody sometime. A shoulder crown, a friend to talk to. But the friend, they have integrity. You practice being integral. Don't be a loud mouth. Don't always be in stuff. Don't, don't have your name everywhere. Don't be in everything. Sometimes you're in the crowd. Be quiet. Don't do a lot of talking. Let's go. Geeking, laughing out loud, hollering. Don't do that. Have about you a decorum, a posture. Have about you, have about you a posture. Be a light, be an example. Be a godly woman. Be a godly man. Have integrity. Be integral. Don't be a loudmouth. Don't be a floozy. But be integral. Let your life be where you are effective. Totally yesterday. You cannot be your daughter's friend. You got to be her mama. You cannot be your daughter's friend. You got to be her mama. You got to be her guide. You got to be her wisdom. You got to be her instructor. Do you hear me? Take your rightful position. My name is Mama. My name is Daddy. And many of y'all are wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. You do not have to come out of your status to help your children. That's wrong. You correct that. You, I'm your mother. I'm your... I'm your leader. And here I said, I'm your pastor. I'm not your buddy. My posture is different. I, I don't need my hair dyed different colors and all rolled all up. Trying to cut up jeans and cut up shirt and tattoos on my arm to reach you. I'm your leader. I'm in the place that it, that is objective. I'm giving you something to reach for. 
And I'm the one that had to be the example and make the difference. You too near me, not to hear me. And that's why these people do like they do because we, Andy, me being 70, 70 years old, think I'm a gigolo with a tattoo all on my arm and I got, on a, I got on a full body shirt and it's too small. I can't get no help. So some of you are demonstrating the wrong example. If you're going to be the woman of God, you're going to be the man of God, be the man of God, you keep your posture. Woo! I'm going to keep mine. I ain't trying to be 35. I'm 70. I mean, I'm in, I'm in another grace now. Hey! And, and I'm going to be effective here where I am. I, I've already had those years. Stop living like you trying to recapture something. Like, like you are a teenager. You are not a teenager. You 46. Now stop it. You are not a teenager. Told the woman of God up there in Illinois. And then you, you pull them high heel shoes off. Put on you some, some, some lower shoes or lower that heel. Because you can't keep doing that because after a while, it's going to show up in your body. Got to take care of yourself. You follow me? All things are not for everybody. I can't get no help. All things are not for everybody. Understand that. Know where you are in your life. Know where you are. Know where you are. I'm 70. I'm in my receiving years. I am not in my gathering years. If I have not gathered by now, shame on me. Because they ain't finna have me on no job. You got you to get your part. I was just right. If you in your gathering years, you be gathering. Some of you are in your time of gathering, getting things together, getting life together, getting homes and gathering stuff. You're gathering. Take advantage of your gathering time. Acquiring. Don't waste your years. You get in school, get your degree, get your business going, get things going while you got energy and help. Come on, somebody. Your knees ain't bad. Come on, somebody. But them high heel shoes going to make your knees bad after a while. Keep wearing them. Woo! Let's, let's keep them. Going to make your back bad. Let's, let's, keep, let's keep wearing them. Trying to help you. You got, you, got, you got to know where you are. You got to know where you are in life. Now here you is, 67, thinking you 35. Got a 35-year-old girl hairstyle. You said, wrong with your mind. You're not going to be able to recapture 35. You got to accept 67. I know I'm right. 
And you look at people and look what they're going through. You say, something, something, something is out of alignment with them. They're good, they're sweet, they're nice, they're wonderful, and I love them. But there is not a proper alignment there. Do you hear me? Woo! Probably a 75-year-old man marry a 30-year-old girl looking for a babysitter. Woo! That's all. Come on. That's, that's, that's the reality. That's deal with the truth. Let's be honest. And a lot of these folk got a whole lot of stuff going on. They got a whole lot of something, something, a whole lot of sucker, sucker, sucker going on with themselves. It ain't God. Because they're not made real commitments. They're not made real commitments. They've had the formal godliness. Denied the power thereof. They went about establishing their own righteousness. But you can see there is something here out of a line. You know it because you see it. You understand it. And so I went to the house of learning. I let somebody sit and talk to me. I let them correct me. I let them instruct me. Do you hear me? You've got to allow yourself to become teachable. And get good. Not for everybody. But there are people that God will put in your life. They will assign you and they'll help you. And so I'm glad today that you have been on this rich session. I'm not done, but uh, I'm home. I'm due in Atlanta on tomorrow. I'm going back to Atlanta for the second week at the Redeeming Word Church of God in Christ there at 6641 Hillendale with Pastor Randall. I'll be there all Beginning tomorrow night. I'm going to rest tonight. I'm going to rest this evening. I'm going somewhere and be quiet. Sometimes you just need to be quiet and be refreshed. Love for you to come, so Sandra. I love for you to come. We had a meeting there uh, last week. We took about 16 from Mobile in this area that went up with me last week. Had a great, outstanding service. People came from Tennessee. They came from the Carolinas. They were from Georgia, other areas from Alabama, Mississippi. So it was kind of a tri-state big function. People just came to revival. It was a great session. It, it goes on again a week, this week, beginning on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 6641. Hillendale in Lithonia, Georgia, with Pastor and Superintendent Raymond Randall and Lady Randall. It's going to be a great time uh, of sharing. Great church, great spirit, uh, great move. Yeesh! Da, 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 da. I'm telling you, it was a move up in there. 
it was a mood up in there, like filet mignon. The Holy Ghost is outstanding. A lady was there who had not heard from her daughter in months, months gone by, nothing. I gave her a prophecy and told her she would hear from that girl. She said, are you sure? I said, I'm confident that God talked to me about it. And so pastor called me on yesterday and said the young woman had already called her mother. That she was so shamed that she hadn't called her mother in all those months, not said a word to her. But the Lord, but the word of the Lord is true in my mouth, and that's no boast for me. I honor that, that the Holy Spirit is working to edify the people. That's all I want. Yeah, I'm not looking for no recognition, no name, no be on the set, all that kind of foolishness. But I want you to know, hey! We're in a great crusade in Lothonia, Georgia, beginning back on tomorrow night. It has been a great time. Looking for your pastor, I can break out. Look for you last week. We were back in, in Lothonia with Pastor Randall. We were there last week. All the glory of his presence was in that place. And we are expecting some great things to take place. People came over from Birmingham uh, on last week. So people of God were there. And we're not done because the Holy Ghost is still ministering and speaking to me. I got a very important word for this week God has given me to, to help the people. Woo! Help to edify the people. Christy, Christina, oh! Christina, you're going to begin to have visions. You've got to write down the things Um. Christina, the Lord reveals to you. And there's a book coming out of you, Christina. And the Holy Ghost said, tell Christina, I am releasing finances. The Holy Spirit is going to trust Christina with some funds. And the Holy Ghost is going to cause Christina to be connected with a grant and a grant writer. Hey! And that's the word of the Lord, Christina. Linda Bailey, your time will turn around and change is now. The Holy Ghost said, I'm bringing you into the manifestation of my glory and my power. You're going to be able to testify that the Lord was good to me. Linda, the Holy Ghost said, I am changing your financial status. Hear me, Linda Bailey? The Holy Ghost said, I'm changing your financial status. And I'm, I'm expanding you and giving you ability to get this desire of your heart accomplish. Praise me. Hey now, because I've heard your petition. And the weight, the weight, the weight that you've been through, the holding fast is over. 
Now I'm looking to hear. I'm looking to hear your testimony of what God done. Oh, my DVI. What a God he is. I told him, one of my sons, a few weeks ago, I say, before October is over, you're going to move into your house. The Holy Ghost said that. So when the Holy Ghost many times does, Christina, he will cause things in your life to accelerate. Yay! I hear, I hear a word today coming and the word is acceleration for some of you. Many of you are going to begin to experience the acceleration of the Holy Spirit in your situation. Acceleration. Oh! Acceleration. Acceleration is taking place. Canada do. Mr. Gaynea, I want you to be still. Things are going to work out, and I see a blessing. For your son. Oh! I see a heart change. A mind change. A turn around. The Holy Ghost said tell Gainer that he's calling her to experience the acceleration. Oh my God. Oh. That's what Brother David Bailey. That's what it is. The word the Lord is giving me to give the people is acceleration. And we go, we're going to begin to experience that in our experiences. I'm telling you. I told them in Atlanta. I'm telling you on Facebook Live. You will get, we begin to experience Janice Oliver acceleration. And the greatest thing you can do for yourself is listen to the voice within. Behold, I stand and I am opening doors. Pay the Holy Ghost attention. He will guide you, Vanessa. And he don't carry around no merry-go-round. He don't deal with disappointments. He tells the truth only. Woo! And he, he has an assignment from the Father to direct your path. If you give an ear. Learn to listen. And when I come on here, here challenging or... Uh, you for funds. I, I, I told him Sunday morning in the church. I gave the saints a tangent. I gave them Isaiah 119. Hey! If ye be then become willing. See, you gotta get in, you gotta get into a place in your walk with God where you have a willingness. Well, David Bailey, a willingness to be obedient to the scriptures. If you obey the scriptures, you will obey the man of God, woman of God. So I challenge people to commit themselves and bring the willingness and the obedience. If you then be willing and obedient, 
you shall eat the good of the land. Dr. Ackenberger, the Holy Ghost said, on the tangent, he's saying, the liberal soul shall be made fat. But you got to have the willingness to be liberal. Woo! Something operates in the experience of believers who are willing and obedient to the Spirit of God. You better hear me. Because we are accelerating. He's increasing us. We are kings and priests. And it's, we are in the midst of a kingdom takeover. Kingdom advancement. Kingdom advancement, which comes to opportunities, ideas, creativities, opportunities. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? The scripture said, because you are a tither and a seed sower, I'm going to open up you. I want to say to you directly, God deals with the spirit of man. Watch your spirit. Listen to the spirit. This is spiritual. The, the spirit of a man is a candle of a Lord. Watch your spirit. Listen to your spirit. There's nothing that the spirit of God does not know about you, about purpose, about destiny. He knows where to tell you to go. You better hear me. You too near me. And I want many of you watching me, I want you to comply so you can have the testimony that he directed my path. He blessed me going out. Woo! Coming in. Henceforth, now and forevermore, my goings are blessed. He have blessed the work of my hand. Hear me, Christina? He is going to empower Everything Christina put her hands to. Some people that's watching me going to come out with some remarkable testimonies. All you got to do is continue. Listen to the voice within. That's why quietness and being quiet in a quiet place is so important. Quiet in your environment. Quiet in your room. Turn that TV off some.
quiet in your room. I use praise music. Sometimes I use cello music and strings. Quiet in yourself. Learn to breathe. Inhale, exhale. Slow that breathing down. Clear your mind. Come on. You need the quiet. Your spirit needs the quietness. Been involved with too many conversations. I just need the quiet. I don't need the TV. I don't need the news. All I need is the quiet. I'm trying to be the wonder. I'm trying to be great. I just need to be quiet. If I be quiet, he will direct my path. I am not into disappointments. The Spirit of God is not a disappointing spirit. Pay him attention. I needed the quietness so he could press some things in my thought life. So he could reveal some things to me. I need to think. I need to be quiet so the message can come through clear. I need to quiet for some clarity. I need the quiet before I make that decision. need some time. Everybody, hear me real good, needs time to themselves to be quiet. And you'll feel better. You'll come back refreshed because I needed the quietness. In the stillness, he is causing you to be strengthened because you need the quiet time. And in the quietness, the Holy Spirit can speak to you and make it clear. He can reasoning with you. Oh, woo! Sadaba. Oh my God, I thank you. He wants to reason with you and tell you why he wants you to wait. Why he wants you to be still. Why he don't want you to do that. Why he don't want you to make that move. It is time that we stop making blunders. And get off the merry-go-round. Round and round. You're still, you're still doing that. You, you, you ain't found your way yet. But in the quietness, in the stillness, the Holy Spirit can speak to you. And he's going to bring that scripture. He's going to bring that word up in your spirit. Because he ministers to us through the word. And many of you need to be healed, consolated, 
console. Some of you have some real things going on. And the Holy Spirit is helping many of you. And that's why I'm here. Don't be just a hearer, but be a doer. Find yourself improving, doing better, applying your heart to wisdom. You need the quiet. Quiet your house down. Quiet it. It's quiet. I got a, in my room, I got a rocking chair. Well, I'm going to get in that chair. I, I don't need the news on. I don't need the the fortune. I need to quiet so I can listen. That's right. You're right. See, make your assignment, Christina, was Linda, your assignment requires a time of preparation. Your assignment requires a time of preparations. I've been in revivals and meetings where I stayed in the room all day. Didn't see nobody. Didn't want to see nobody. I need a time of preparations. I need a time for myself. You'd be amazed of the time you really need for yourself. Your assignment requires preparations. And many of you do not do preparations. But God is helping us and giving us the wisdom how to Increase, how to receive, how to be renewed and refreshed and inspired and illuminating in the quietness. But you've got to make and have preparation time. That's my point. That's my biggest point. You've got to have preparation time. So then, it's going to make you use your time more wisely and make better decisions and prioritize your time. Isn't that wonderful? But if you begin to come subject and tighten the hem, I guarantee you, you'll start to get some things accomplished. You get ahead. I know that. I love you. This is a good day. Oh, yes. This is Jackie. I've been praying for y'all church. Jackie boy, I've been praying for your pastor. He's been through an attack. I not talked to him. Nobody there. I don't, I don't have no pipeline. Not, I don't know anything except by spirit. I know he's been under attack. Well, God's going to bring him through. And let him experience something greater. His very desire becoming a reality. Isn't God good? Don't you praise him? Don't you love him? 
and, and hit me real good. Don't allow people to disdain you or discourage you from God. God is greater than church stuff. I love you. I want you to sow a seed today. I'm, I'm asking today everybody that will sow a seed of $50, I want you to sow it into the ministry on this afternoon. If you have $50, I want to ask 20 of you to sow $50. This is rich. So you have to sow into this. You're so rich. This is edifying. I would challenge you at your time, replay it. Replay this. Replay it. I'm going to challenge y'all to go buy a book. The book I want you to buy is called The Assignment. If you may get online, The Assignment by Dr. Mike Murdoch. The Dream and the Destiny. The Assignment. Eight or $10. It's going to help you. Father, as she's sown, I don't seed that she's sown. I'm waiting on somebody, somebody else to sow that seed. The, the uh, catch-up is dollar sign, greatest shopper. So somebody put it up for me today. Get there, put it up for me, please. The catch-up, dollar sign. If you have been enriched today, some people have gone and, gone and come. But I, I did find out <clears throat> that I do have coming my new fiber cable. My, my, my fiber internet is, is coming coming together. And all this going to stop. Okay? Anyone else going to sow? People are sowing that $50. Sow into this. Sow into this. You're watching this afternoon. You have been rich and edified. I want you to sow into this. Not only that, sow into this. I want you to follow the instructions and the teaching. Oh, da 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 She said, I sowed, I gave my seed in this time. See, people, people are learning to acclimate. They're learning to do. They don't come on here and just watch it and say, that's good. There are people who are sincere in their witness and sincere, Prophet Buchanan. I'm on better. I want the manifestation in my experience. Is this what you're telling me to do? God's leading you to direct me. I'm going to do this. And I have an, an expectation of things to manifest in my experience. And they're sold under them. I want some more of you to sow. I need, I need some more of you that was willing to sow. Go to that cash out and sow that seed of just $50. Someone is preparing to sow. And I know as you sow the Bible class that you're going to reap, Glenda. God, I'm going to ask you sown in Jesus' name. Is anyone else going to sow this afternoon? There are people who are watching that I want to challenge you to sow that seed into this teaching. It's rich ground. This is rich. With the giant is sowing the seed under her faith and her obedience in Jesus' name. There are others who's been listening, 
who's been feasting. And, and, and don't do this here. Learn the law of it. Learn how this works so it can work in your experience. That's what I am. I wanted it, I wanted it to work into my experience. That's what I did. That's about me. So I began to follow the instructions that were given to me about giving, about being quiet, about meditating. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, I'm not telling you to do something that I have not done myself and still practice. I practiced this. I was in Atlanta all last week. Watched on TV for what? I had quiet times. I had worship times. Time to myself. Everybody needs time to themselves. Time to need the old day to yourself. You don't, you don't need, you need, to, you need to meet no energies, nobody. Learn that. So many blessings will come your way. Is anybody else going to sow before I get ready to get out of here on this afternoon? I want you to sow into the ministry that those who watch, who make no comments, who just observe and listen, God bless you. I'm glad you have an interest to listen. And I pray in Jesus' name that you will apply your hearts to wisdom and experience in your experience the benefits of the teachings in your life. And you're going to gain. But I don't want you only just to come and, come and eat. I want you to plan. That's about eight more of you out there have not planted. I want you to plan. I, I know what I'm talking about when I speak to, to many of you about this. You need to plan. And in your planning, the Lord's going to help you and favor you with this righteous call. It has been a wonderful afternoon. It has been a great experience. And I'm so glad that the Lord has allowed us to have you in the audience. If you've been blessed today, let me know and know what state you're from. Y'all talk to me while they're sowing. If you've been blessed today, you can make a comment. You've been enriched. you got something you heard me speak that really just touched your spirit. Or maybe it was a witness or confirmation. Just let us know by responding in the comment section. If you're sowing, go to the Cash App, sow that seed. Oh, my God. Thank you, Brother L. Grace from Mobile, Alabama. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, how enriched the day has been uh, to my spirit. It has been a wonderful experience on today. Thank you, Janet. I've been blessed here. Uh, Janet, I want you to come to the meeting. I'm at 6641 Hillendale in Lathonia, Georgia, okay? At the Redeeming Word Church. All right, Oskaluska, Alabama, I love you. Thank God you being here with me, Shirley. Stand fast. Shirley, I want you to play it again and listen to it. It's going to bless you. Anyone else uh, want to comment? You were blessed today. You were inspired. She says, I come every time. 
Okay. All right. I love you, Janice. Christina, this was blessing to me today. I needed this refresh. Okay, okay. You know what? All of us need to be refreshed. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Ganell. Yes, Lord. Very, very wish for it today. I, 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 I enjoyed doing it. It blessed me. And I'm about to go home myself. Do the same thing I taught y'all. You see, the teacher does the same thing I taught y'all. I gave you a, I gave you wisdom. I open a door in you. Woo! It works if you work it. Here, Linda. It works, Linda Bailey, if you work it. Okay, that's you, Janice. Oh, yeah, I... Thonia, Georgia. Oh, what a blessing. You're sowing, you're sharing. Let me know. And to be a part of what God is doing right here on the Prophetic Connection. Hey, Shaka, bro. I feel the Holy Ghost, y'all. Mandiandia, Shaka, I just sense there are people watching me uh, that is going to receive a benefit and an increase and special favor. I want you to know that God planned your victory. Oh, what a great what a great blessing it is. I know that many of you are watching, are being helping. Love you, Yvonne. Good hearing from you today. Good hearing from you. You've been in my prayers. We prayed about you last week, Yvonne. We shared and we prayed about Yvonne. You never know. There are people that pray for y'all. And I'm one of them. Okay? I love you. I've got to run. Hit that share button. Don't forget, God has done something about everything. God bless you.